0: So what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico To the Class of 2021, and the family, friends, teachers, and neighbors who helped them along the way, congratulations, you did it. Graduation might look a little different this year, and it'll almost certainly feel different, but whether you're celebrating with a small crew in person, or gearing up for another virtual event, this is your moment, which is why we're bringing you the commencement you deserve. Full of wisdom to help you step into the real world and enter a brand new normal. And now, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is Ben Bolin. I'd like to begin by doing three things. First and foremost, I'd like to congratulate you, Class of 2021. The day has finally arrived. You have lived through some of the most challenging, world-changing events in recent history. Over the past year in particular, I'm sure things felt downright surreal. How many times did you have to log into Zoom or Skype or one of a dozen other remote communication platforms? Whoever thought we'd end up actually missing those classroom lecture halls? How many times did you feel inundated by the news, thinking, Okay, we're in the grip of a global pandemic, and you're telling me you still want me to finish this essay about Shakespeare on time? But you're here, which means you did it. Forget all those old stories about how the generations before you had it harder, all those anecdotes about walking uphill both ways in the snow. You endured a series of unique challenges, and you emerged triumphant. So, again, I want to begin and end on this. Congratulations. Secondly, and just as important, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today, and thank you to your educators, your parents, your colleagues, and your friends, all of whom played crucial roles in your journey here to this moment. Thank you in advance for all the amazing things you're going to do in the days, years, and decades following our time together here. Third, I'd like to bust some myths, hopefully in a way that reassures you and empowers you for the challenges ahead. Let's start with the idea of normal. I have no doubt we've all heard the arguments about different versions of normal over the past year. When will the world return to normal? Are these various new wrinkles of existence some new normal? These debates are well intentioned, but they miss the bigger point normalcy itself is a myth. It has always been so. And, in many cases, in the U.S. and abroad, it's quite possible that a lot of things we considered normal weren't that great to begin with. Like buffets. How weird is it to look back at the years before the pandemic and remember buffets? You'd get in a line with total strangers, your face inches from a tiny pane of glass purposely meant to gather snot and sneezes, and then you'd share spoons with these strangers as you inched forward, one step, one scoop at a time. While buffets may not go the way of the dodo, they were once considered normal, and, in the short space of just a few months, they became, at least temporarily, archaic, a relic, a reminder of the past. And this has happened with a thousand other things, many much more serious than buffets. Humanity doesn't get everything right, but with each new generation, we're able to reassess the assumptions, the normal of the past. And we have an opportunity to make something newer, something better, to improve the world, even if only to a small degree. This is where you come in, and it's where you'll confront another myth, The idea of authority. Let's start with the concept of improvisational comedy, or improv. I I promise I'm going somewhere with this. So, on stage, improv is both a genre and a philosophy. The performers hop up there with no script, no memorized lines, no memorized plot, and together they build a story. While it is an indisputable fact that some improv can be terrible, Some of it can also be astonishing and inspiring. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. This isn't just on stage. Everyone is doing this. Literally every single person you meet, no matter how powerful, is making it up as they go. In a very real way, humanity is playing one long, unending game of improv. No one is woken up with a roadmap to life. This means the social milestones you may have heard about, buy your first house by age X, get married by age Y, have a kid by age Z. None of these are real rules. They're just something another improviser made up along the way. You don't have to be bound by the expectations of other people just because they happened to be on a stage before you got here. In fact, in a world of improvisation, your rules... Your own personal goals and aims and milestones are just as important as anyone else's. If you wake up tomorrow and say, my goal is to live in Bora Bora and repair fishing boats, then boom, go for it. Chase your dream. If your goal is to be a teacher, an astronaut, a parent, an engineer, a carpenter, anything, that is your decision and no one else's. If your goal is, for some reason, to bring back buffets, I may not personally agree with you, but I have no authority to tell you what to do. Very, very few people have that authority. You'll find, especially while you're young, that this world is full of people that, with good intentions, want to make you feel obligated to do things. And the truth is merely this. You do not have to do what they say. And I'm not here to tell you what to do either. I mean, I'm a podcaster. That's a job that did not exist when I graduated. I ended up here through a series of events no one, especially me, could have ever predicted. And I imagine many of us in the crowd today will find ourselves in similar situations as time goes on. Ask your parents and your older friends what they originally wanted to do with their lives. You'll be surprised by just how many found themselves in a place they'd never imagined, doing things they never thought they'd be capable of doing. So what I'd like to do instead is to suggest we all remember just a few things. Everyone is making it up as they go, and it is never too late to change direction. You and no one else sit in the driver's seat of your life. You can choose your direction, you can aim for your destination, and you can cruise or race toward it at whatever speed you like. Stopping, diverting, or changing your path anytime you wish while you're on the way. This can be inspiring, but it can also be frightening. How do we decide where we want to go? If there's one great commonality I've noticed in every person I meet, it's this. The people who are happiest are the people who are passionate. If you find yourself graduating from the world of education to what I like to call the great what now, that existential crossroads we all find ourselves at during one point or another, let what inspires you guide your next steps. I like to think of it this way. What would you do if you could do whatever you want? Cast aside financial concerns, social expectations, all those other external voices telling you do this or do that. If you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? That's where you find passion. And I promise you, in any industry on this planet, the absolute best individuals in their fields are not motivated by money and they are not motivated by social expectation. They wake up every day because they are excited. If you, like them, love what you do, then every day is the first day of school. And a side effect of this passion, a symptom of it, is that you'll find yourself learning something new each and every day. You'll know you're on the right track when you feel that swell of enthusiasm, that little effervescent euphoria of learning, both from others and from yourself. Somewhere, decades from now, there is another version of you, a little older, a little wiser, maybe making a speech like this, as you leave and begin the next chapter of your journey, think about this person, this version of you, years in the future. Think of what you would like to say to them, and think about what you can do to make this future version of you proud. And if you can hold this person in your mind, if you can find that which inspires and propels you passionately toward the years ahead, I promise you will meet this future version of you, and they may begin their speech the way I'm ending this one, by saying, Congratulations. I am so proud of all you have done and of all you will do. Knock 'em dead, class of 2021. The future cannot wait to meet you. You can find the collection of incredible commencement addresses from all your favorite speakers at the commencement podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.